Hey talkers, welcome to Keep Talking Podcast. Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English by practicing every day and also connect with a global community. This podcast is a mix of our Instagram lives and IGTV videos, along with other recorded content. Sometimes we just give tips on how to improve your English, and other times we talk about a wide variety of topics, sometimes with special guests. Most of the episodes are in English, some are a mix of English and Spanish, and in a few we only speak Spanish. I hope you enjoy, and remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco, or check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our community and learn more about how we can help you. What's up, talkers? Buenos dias, como estamos? How are we doing, everybody? Okay, in this episode, I'm going to talk again about a fitness-related topic because, as many of you know, uh, I am really into fitness. I have my own Instagram page dedicated to fitness, Tumbleson underscore fitness. Check it out if you're interested. Today, I'm going to be talking about protein, specifically whether or not you should have, whether or not you should use protein powder, right? And, of course, I'll be explaining some of the more complicated terms terms in Spanish because a lot of our listeners are Spanish speakers. Um, and so, yeah, I wanted to do this episode because it's a very confusing topic. Anything fitness and health related, there's so much information out there and sometimes you're just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with all of this information? I don't know what's accurate. I don't know what's correct. I'm not a human guinea pig. I can't try everything on myself, right? And a spoiler alert, unfortunately, I'm not going to give you just like the answer that says this is exactly what type of protein you should use and take this amount every day. I can't give you that. I don't know the answer to that, especially for each individual, right? But what I can do is share with you my experience my knowledge, or at least what I think I know, and maybe that can help you formulate what you think you should believe, if that makes sense. And um, if you hear some birds chirping or any cars in the background, just know that I am recording this podcast outside. It's about 7.30 in the morning. I love to do my podcasts when possible outside when the weather permits. And right now here in uh, the Minneapolis area, it's about 60-some degrees, which is really good for a late September morning. So um, yeah, recording this in late September, it probably Probably won't be go out and be published until sometime in mid to late October. Anyway, that's beside the point. So if you hear some birds chirping, that's because we're outside. And remember that birds might not be real, according to the conspiracy theory, right? Have you heard that in Espanol, que los pájaros no son reales? ¿Sí? Esa teoría conspiratoria, conspirativa? <laughs> I don't know. I'll stop spreading bird conspiracy theories, but maybe they're not. Who knows? Okay. Anyway, no more talk about birds. Let's talk about protein. And I had some notes pulled up. What do I got them here? So, um, so whey protein, you've probably heard of that. W-H-E-Y, whey protein, right? They also have things like vegan protein powders, but whey protein powders have been very popular for, I don't know how long, you know, 10, 20 years in the fitness industry. Everybody's saying, yeah, get your protein power powder post-workout, get your protein shake post-workout to build the muscle, 45-minute window, tiene que ser dentro de 45 minutos después de tus ejercicios, right? And so me personally, I've gone back and forth over the years. I've always done a lot of exercise and always consumed good amounts of protein. I mean, I'm a large person, so I eat a lot and consume a lot of protein anyway. Now, I started using whey protein again 
about six months ago, and actually about six months ago, I started tracking my macronutrients, so my proteins, carbohydrates, and fats, and my total calorie intake. Not like perfectly every day, but doing a much better job of tracking how much of each of those main macronutrients, particularly protein, I'm ingesting every day, right? And I've been drinking whey protein, and I've been doing a lot of exercise. I've been doing body measurements, right? Like what is the circumference of my waist, my hips, my chest, my biceps, trying to see if it's possible to make muscle gains without making fat gains, or in the specific case of the way I'm measuring things, to gain in the areas like the chest and the biceps, where you look big and strong as a man, and to not gain anything in the waist area. And without going into all the details on my results of that so far, let's talk about protein, right? So, whey protein, okay? Esa proteína del whey, W-H-E-Y, right? Whey protein. The fitness industry always says that you need this. You need this type of protein right after you finish your workout because if you don't get it within 45 minutes or at least some form of protein, you are wasting your workout. And your muscles are not going to grow and they're going to dissolve into the ground, right? And you just wasted everything, okay? That's what the fitness industry has been telling you for the last 10 or 20 years, right? So... My thought, based on all of the things that I've done and the things I've studied, and I am actually a certified personal trainer at this point as well, I would say that that's the overwhelming consensus is that it is good to get some form of a fast digesting protein into your system post-workout. Alguna proteína que se digiere rápidamente. Y aquí viene la ambulancia para recoger a alguien que no tomó su proteína. And right after the workout, somebody, I guess, forgot to take their protein after the workout. The ambulance is going to pick them up because they just lost all their muscles and fell to the ground. Sorry, bad joke. Okay, I don't even know if you can hear the ambulance in the background. So, okay, um, I kind of would agree based on everything I'm st I've studied that it is good to get some form of protein and actually carbohydrates immediately following, your, following exercise, especially if it's exercise involved in muscle building, whether that's weightlifting, whatever it may be. Now, whey protein is described as the best type of protein post-workout because it's supposed to be super fast digesting and absorbing. Like, for example, your body supposedly digests or absorbs, the two terms get kind of interchanged, but digests and absorbs this whey protein quicker than the other protein sources, right? O sea, tu cuerpo digiere o absorbe, eh, absorba, absorbe, you get the point. Esta proteína del whey supuestamente más rápido que las otras formas de proteína. Y por eso es lo mejor después de los ejercicios, right? So that's what makes it the best post-exercise, supposedly. Because you'll hear other things about how, for example, other forms of protein like eggs, for example, are a kind of a medium speed digesting and absorbing protein, whereas things like red meats, for example, are slow digesting proteins, and it's better to eat those later in the day. I'm assuming like if you're like me and you do your workout early in the morning, right? Whoops, headphone malfunction here. I've got all sorts of malfunctions in addition to the birds and the ambulances. My headphones are uh, not working properly, but anyway, we'll keep going. So, Now, what is whey protein exactly? Okay, whey is a type of protein that comes, how do I describe it? We'll test my knowledge to see if I remember well enough. So it's basically, it comes from cow or goat's milk, but it's basically when they separate like the, the curd, if that makes sense. Uh, I don't know how to say curd in Spanish, but a, a part of what comes out of the cow and goat's milk 
they take that portion of it and it's made into a powder. So basically the source of it is from the same type of, you know, cows and goats, cows and goats milk. That's the source of whey protein. So this is not some sort of, you know, like a, a vegan product. It is an, it, it comes from animals, right? It comes from cow and goat milk. Okay. Um, so that's how whey is made. Now I had been under the assumption after everything I had read in my personal training certification and just because of the overwhelming consensus that in spite of some, um, in spite of some people saying the contrary, most of this stuff about whey is probably true, right? It probably is the best type of protein to have right after a workout. And see, what I had been doing is drinking whey protein along with carbohydrates post-workout. For example, oatmeal, a banana, some blueberries. Um, without going into too many details on why, that had kind of been my routine. And even like mixing in the whey protein with the oatmeal tastes good, right? Anyway... And so um, that had kind of been what I, I had been doing. And I actually even, I received a, like an ambassador sponsorship from this supplement company called EPN Supplements. And they have very good protein. I've been, you know, I, I bought their protein and they said if I post them on, on social media, they'll share me and I can try to promote my account, whatever. And I looked it over and I'm like, okay, this whey protein looks just as good as the one I'm drinking. Looks like it has good ingredients. Yeah, let's do this. I'll buy this and I'll be one of your official sponsors. So I've been drinking that for about a month or two now and it's good, right? But it was interesting because as many of you know, I'm also very into things like longevity, longevidad, and biohacking. And biohacking is basically just using ancestral ancient techniques along with new wave science and technology and research to try to make your body and your mind and soul and all that as healthy as possible, right? I'm very into this. And as you know, I've, we've had a biohacker, uh, un biohacker latino que se llama eh, Pipe Ramirez, Andres Pipe Ramirez, Colombiano que vive en Miami. So Pipe Ramirez, a biohacker, has been on our podcast before. And he saw the post that I, one of the posts I made about this whey protein, and he just sends me a message. Um, you know, it had been a while since we talked. He reached out and just was like, yeah, Sean, how you doing, man? And I said, yeah, good, pipe, que más, whatever. And so he sends me a message saying, yeah, everything is good, but oye, cuidado con esa proteína del whey. And, you know, just be careful with that whey protein. And I'm like, oh, gosh, here we go. What, pipe? I had a good thing going with this whey protein, and it seems to be kind of working for me, right? And so he started kind of explaining to me. He says, um, well, you know, it's, how did he say it? He says, well, those are not really the best for longevity, and they're really not even something that you should take every day, right? And, of course, it's like, ugh, I don't know what to believe in this world, right? Um, sorry, I got my phone is going off here with messages. Probably someone giving me a different opinion about whey protein now. Who knows? But so then he, we started chatting just over WhatsApp for a little bit the rest of that day, and he said he recommended to me this thing called perfect amino, and of course, amino acids are noted as the building blocks of protein. They're essentially like organic compounds that, yeah, they're the building blocks of proteins, right? And there are 22 amino acids. Uh, there are eight of them, which are considered the essential amino acids because our body does not produce them naturally and we need to get them from food or from things that we, you know, ingest, right? Whether it's food or some sort of powder pill, right? And so there's this guy named Dr. David Minkoff and he's got this product called Perfect Amino. And Pipe, who's done a lot and a lot of research on biohacking, longevity, you know, all of this stuff, says that 
the only form of uh, amino acids that he trusts are this Dr. David Minkoff's perfect amino. So he sends me all this information about perfect amino. And what this is, is essentially a, um, it can either come as a pill form or as a powder, like you would just put in a, a cup of water. And basically it's supposedly a perfect mixture, mixture of the essential amino acids it's the at the exact ratios that your body needs, right? And so at this point, I'm I'm hooked because I'm like, well, damn it, Pipe, I thought I had a good thing going on here with my whey protein, right? And you know, now I'm hearing this information, which I had heard things like that before, but never like directly from a friend of mine who's so knowledgeable in this space or who has done so much experimentation in this space, right? And so I'm like, okay, well, let me look into this. So I read this whole book. I download it as a PDF by this Dr. David Minkoff guy uh, and some extra articles. I'm doing a whole bunch of research, trying to figure out what of this might be true. You know, who knows what we should believe when we research it on the internet anymore. But um, what this book says by Dr. David Minkoff is that most of the protein sources that we eat a lot like a lot of it goes to waste and even gets converted into sugars and things that are bad for our body because it doesn't have the right ratios of amino acids o sea en español mucho de las muchas de las proteínas que nosotros consumimos van o sea lo cuál es la palabra uh, no la usamos verdad um, y casi perjudican al cuerpo porque se convierten en azúcar y cosas que hacen daño al cuerpo, right? Porque no tienen la tasa o los porcentajes correctos de los aminoácidos. And you know, when you read something like that, it's just like, man, I'm someone who's been studying this topic for for years now, and especially a lot over the past year. And it's like, can we make this any more freaking complicated? What am I supposed to believe and understand about this? I, I don't get it. And so Dr. David Minkoff has all this information in there about how, for example, it, it, what his claim in this book claims is that with whey protein, only about 18% of it gets used in the proper way as protein. And the other 82%, or maybe it was even 16 and 84, but like over 80% essentially goes to waste, gets converted into sugars and things like that that are not good for our body and are not used to build muscle. And then it talks about with all the other proteins, protein sources they'll have like a 20 30 40% usage rate of the amino acids but um, essentially a lot of it just ends up going to waste and doing actually negative things for our body which can even increase you know building fat and do the exact opposite of what we want which is to build lean muscle right and so you read that I'm read this I'm like oh come on man what are we supposed to do right on the one hand I've got you know the industry and all the many other things I've read telling me that whey protein for example is very good it's fast digesting it's the best type of protein to build muscle after your workout and now you've got this saying that whey protein just pretty much it's it's, it's bad you know it's bad freaking a the, the whey protein apparently is bad according to this and this dr david minkoff guy and pipe and they're not the only ones saying this right there are a lot of other experts out there who have studied this and will say similar things so it's like what the heck am i supposed to believe and this is where of course i don't have a straight answer for you listeners right i don't right and i thought to myself well should i buy this perfect amino product 
and try it, right? Because theoretically, then I could reduce the amount of calories that I have to eat, which would help make sure that I don't gain fat while I'm trying to gain muscle. And I would be able to make sure I don't have any protein deficiencies, which is also very important for, you know, avoiding certain diseases, certain other bodily problems, which are mentioned in Dr. Minkoff's book. Um, but I'm like, okay, you know what? Hold on. I'm not going to buy this product right now. There's, you know, who knows if this guy's just trying to sell me something. Maybe Pipe is trying to sell me something. I mean, I doubt it. He's a good friend. Um, you know, I doubt they're just trying to sell something. Sorry, there's a plane overhead. I doubt they're just trying to sell something and they don't really care what the result is for my health, even though obviously there are a lot of products that have been used just for that purpose. Uh, but we really don't know. So I decided for now, like, okay, I'm not going to buy this. I'm not just going to go and buy this perfect amino product. Maybe at some point, right? I'm going to keep researching this. But the bottom line is, it's very hard to know. And it's hard to do any sort of real science on yourself to figure out, did my body actually respond really well to the whey protein? Because it's hard to do a scientific experiment on yourself where you make all other factors equal and just determine, did this whey protein or did this protein powder really help, right? So anyway, my answer to the question of, you know, should I use a protein powder is... I actually don't think that most people need a protein powder. No creo que la mayoría de las personas necesitan una proteína de polvo, de whey, o lo que sea, right? And like I said, I'm even a sponsored athlete for a protein company at this point, or a supplement company. Um, and, you know, for example, even for people who really want to build muscle, right? They say, well, you need it. You're going to need that extra protein, or that fast digesting protein. Esa proteína, eh, pues adicional o proteína de, eh, que se digiere rápidamente, etcétera, etcétera. I mean, I don't know. There are a lot of good sources of protein, many of them that do digest fairly quickly. Uh, I don't know if whey protein is or protein powders are necessary really for anybody. And we could talk a lot more about how many grams of protein or what ratio of protein you actually need in your diet, depending on your weight and your goals, etc., etc. Um, but Honestly, in my opinion, like if I had to give just a blanket general recommendation for most people as far as the best source of protein, I think it's eggs overall. I hope you're not vegan. I mean, I, I think it's eggs because from everything I've heard, eggs are a, a fairly simple to digest protein for most people. Even according to Dr. Minkoff's book, they do, if you eat them with the yolk, si lo comes con la yema, también, no solamente la clara del huevo, not just the white, with the yolk as well, then it has a good absorption rate of these amino acids. Uh, and this is another thing, another, what I think was a myth of the health industry that I think has been kind of debunked, right? Un mito que ahora ya no, no se ve... O sea, la mayoría de la gente ya está atendiendo que eso no es exactamente cierto. There was this idea that we should not eat the egg yolk because it will raise our cholesterol. Que no debemos comer la yema del huevo porque que eleva mucho el cholesterol, ¿sí? And I think that for the most part now, most health experts who are up to date on stuff will say that's a bunch of crap. That eating the egg yolks is actually very good. And that's one of the things Dr. Minkoff talks about in his book. You can eat eggs, as many as you want, literally. I mean, you know, yeah, don't eat like a thousand eggs per day because then you're just going to get fat. It's too many calories. But in general, you don't have to limit the number of eggs you eat, and you actually should eat the yolk of the egg. Que deberías comer la yema y la clara del huevo también, 
right? Um, and this is one thing that Dr. Minkoff and even people kind of from like the general fitness industry agree on. Even the people who promote whey protein also seem to promote eating eggs with the yolk nowadays as well. Um, so I don't know. I think that's probably my best answer to like what is the best source of protein i would recommend people eat more eggs really you can try protein powders you know i don't know how effective they really are i don't know i mean i i think in general if you're increasing your protein that's the best thing to do to gain muscle of course but you know how effective how well absorbed are whey proteins versus red meat proteins versus all this i don't know exactly and it's really hard to know for sure uh i would recommend that people eat a lot of eggs i think that they're in general agreed on as a fairly easy to digest form of protein pretty healthy overall don't seem to have really hardly any negative health effects have tons of positive effects um, and pretty much everybody now seems to agree on that, right? So that would be a piece of advice of mine. Uh, but my answer at the moment, and again, uh, it's always like evolving, right? I mean, things always change. Nuestras opiniones siempre cambian con el tiempo. But my answer at the moment is no. I don't think that you need a protein powder, even if you're trying to build muscle. Is it bad for you in any way? Like, you know, should I should I believe what Pipe says? You know, cuidado con esa proteína del whey. Be careful with that whey protein. I don't know. I mean, uh, it's really hard to have any sort of, like I said, a real scientific study of what's good and what's bad for us in terms of long-term health. Um, so, as we say in English, the jury is still out on that. El jurado no ha decidido. I'm sure that's not the way you say it in Spanish, but no sabemos. No sé, no puedo decir con confianza. As if whey protein is really bad for you in any way. Um, I mean, I drank it this morning. I'm not going to lie. So hopefully not. But my answer at the moment is, I no, I don't think you need a protein powder if you're trying to build muscle. Um, certainly probably not a, a bad idea, though. So you may have learned nothing from this. Well, I hope you learned something, right? Um, I hope you learned something. You probably don't have a definitive answer from this podcast, but that's just the way it is in this complicated world. All right, talkers, thanks for listening. We'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening, talkers. Remember that Keep Talking is the best platform for you to reach an advanced level of English fluency and connect with a global community. Remember to follow us on Instagram at keeptalkingco and check out our website, keeptalking.co, to join our